Hello operatives, welcome to Once Upon a Kill Team, the podcast about narrative play in Warhammer 40k Kill Team. I'm Jason. And I'm Sean. And we want to talk about building stories around the gameplay in this grimdark universe. In this episode, we're going to be introducing ourselves and how we got into this hobby and why we love the narrative side of Kill Team. So welcome, Sean. This is a fantastic opportunity. Uh, I'm really glad we started this uh, podcast. Uh, oh, me too. But, but, but who the hell are you and why are we doing this? Uh, I'm, I'm Sean, as I said. I'm a, I'm a bit of a relapsed hobbyist. I had a small collection of models as a teenager in like the early 2000s. Some Dark Elder here, some gorgeously gold tyranids there uh and i kind of got back into the hobby like i'm sure many many people did during the first wave of the pandemic and i haven't looked back since kill team's really given me a place where i could take my want to create these like unique characters and heroes and then have a representation and a bit of a play with them on, on the tabletop what uh what about yourself well, uh, about a million years ago, when I was a teenager, I think I I stumbled across um, Games Workshop and got into 40k then. And I think uh, I think it's obligatory that everybody has a couple of Ultramarines for when they start. And I think I had some then. And then I and then I built an Imperial Guard, small Imperial Guard army that I played with my friend, who was a real alpha player <laughs> and, and i think he put me off and i stopped playing when i was about 15 or 16 and oh. a bit like a bit like yourself I, I kind of like last um in lockdown i got into well actually i got into to blitz bowl the, the another gw product and that got me into the miniatures and just the therapeutic uh, nature of painting miniatures and i kind of got enough teams of that and uh uh just at that point new kill team came out and i thought this could be the game for me i think i think i think well if anyone listening to this is going to be feeling pretty similar <laughs> i hope so i hope so i mean it's um it is kind of interesting that kind of uh an accessible way into these this let's be honest pretty strange world uh, yeah. came up at the the perfect time when we all didn't go out much. <laughs> um, I wonder. I wonder how things will pan out. But um, uh, oh yeah. So, um, what 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 teams do you play, uh, Sean? Well, I started making a whole myriad of teams back in the first edition of Kill Team, and a lot of them. I had I had like a Space Wolf veteran team with their like Terminator Terminator commander. I had uh, sisters sisters of corn, some corrupted uh, ecclesiarchy. We call them now. Um, they were fantastic, but but they're they're kind of all out the window because they were all these little bespoke units that now. Well, we'll see what rules come in the come in the future, but. As we're now operating with fire teams and everything, I had to start from scratch for the new edition, and that's where my Death Watch come in. Good I've choice. got a, a strong love for the Death Watch. 
Um, uh, and that we've been playing as the Death Watch in our first narrative campaign of the of this edition. And I'm pretty tempted to take them again in our new campaign coming up. Wow. I'm undecided yet whether or not to run them as Warp Coven and do a ton <gasps> of counts as. I know, I know. Or I take them now as a new six-man unit from the rules update we got today. Yeah, so either way. that sounds quite nice. That sounds quite nice. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I have to say, I'm quite, I'm quite, I really... Um, you know, a couple of months ago, I read the, the Death Watch book, and I have to say, they are the they should be the poster boy team for the creme for kill de la team. Creme. They're even called kill teams. It's um, they're badasses. They go around in groups of five. They take on all sorts of different teams. It's all about special ops. They absolutely sound perfect. They should have been in the box set to start with. I know, I know. They're all they're all heroes in their own right. Oh, it's. It's just inspiring. Oh, that, that's why I love them. But, but I'll tell you what they're not, Sean. I'll tell you what they're not. They're not <laughs> what are they not? They're, not they're, they're just too good because they're not um, a, a stoic bunch of ordinary men in extraordinary situations because I must admit I've got quite a soft spot for the, for the, for the veteran guard and because um, I bought the Octarius box. So I've got the, the fantastic... Um, commando models as well but you know I think I've got a bit of a um, as as most men of my age you've got to kind of by law know a little bit about World War II history and so you can kind of at least kind of pan that over into a kind of um, a veteran guard team and I kind of uh, especially for narrative play they kind of you can really sort of make it feel like it is a you know, a human team. These are us. This is this. This could be. This could be you and me. And uh, I don't know. So this, I quite like this. Quite, quite like the fact that they're easily killable. <laughs> Total <laughs> cannon fodder. This this group of plucky men just happened to tick multiple boxes for you all at once. Then absolutely right. Absolutely right. And uh, under my command, they are absolutely failing quite a lot unfortunately but that's not you know that's not on the men themselves they're uh it's their, it's their leader that's the problem um but yeah so i've, 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 I've got i've got some other teams i've kind of um i uh i'm very much a i'll, I'll get what looks cool or what i think looks cool anyway and so mm -hmm. i've got um i've got some chaos demons i'll paint it up some um i love those uh blood letters they look absolutely Dope. And you um, go for a mix, or are they all blood letters? No, I've, I've got some pink horrors as well. And I've, I've played them a couple of times, um, but they have no tricks. They have no tricks whatsoever, or very few. Um, so I think I'm, I'm going to have to wait till the sort of bespoke version of they, them, the Demons team comes out. Um, and I'm very excited. I've just I'm just about to finish painting up a Wormblade team, which I think I think I'm going to play in our next narrative campaign. But sneaky sneaky so and so's. I'm really looking forward to them. I can't wait to see whether or not you uh, bring about the rise of the four armed emperor. Well, I think you know. I'm sure we'll touch on this more uh, in the future. But I kind of do like. I quite like the fact that they're. Uh, 
or at least I'm leaning into the idea that there are a bunch of revolutionaries trying to bring down the oppressive government. And then at the last second, oh, I think we've made a mistake. <laughs> That's the bit I love. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to kind of really looking forward to that. I must admit, oh, I think uh, you, 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 you talked um, a while back about, about making custodies, but in the shape of orcs. Oh, I did. I, I... My custode orcs. I, they're still on the cards, possibly, but I, I've got the base models. I'm using the, the uh, Warhammer Underworld's uh, orc brutes as like our base. And then just kit bashing the hell out of some some orc versions of guardian spears and sentinel blades and uh, I love it. I love it. I got it. You 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 want you you won me over. I have to say. And, I know. Um, I know. <laughs> well, anyway, you've got my vote on that one. I have to say. Um, okay, you got any got any other teams? I have a deep dark secret of a Kroot kill team that I bought way back in the first edition, assembled, and then I only really plucked up the courage to start painting them just after New Year's this year. So there's still a bit of a work in progress. I've yet to play a game with them. I just absolutely adore the Kroot. Well, and I've gotten in too deep with the whole Crute uh, community online. It's a bit of a cult your, in itself. Are they your, are your real brothers and sisters? The Crute <laughs> cult. Because I'm, I'm intrigued. By, I'll, I'll definitely play you to those. Um, I'm intrigued by the fact they got the fastest, got the fastest figure in kill team, isn't it? The hound. Do you have any hounds? Hound. Yes, yes. I've got four, four gorgeous hounds that were modelled by. Um, Felix the Crazy on Instagram, he he has gone above and beyond for making these customized 3D printable crew models because frankly, these models haven't had an update in I think 20 years. Oh wow. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Games Workshop only recently stopped selling the fine cast versions of the crew carnivores a couple of years ago. So what you're telling me is there's there's grown up people playing kill team who are <laughs> younger than the models. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I, I'd say that. I'd say that's about right. Oh well. Okay. Well, it looks like we've got plenty plenty of background. Plenty of background. Um, but why why do you like kill team? What's the what's the um, What's the what's the deal there? What's what's your what's your reason you want to play it? I really enjoy. I come from like a Dungeons and Dragons background, and playing in the combat of D and D is just really satisfying. But I was always the DM, so I was always on the other side of the screen with all the players against me. So I, I've kind of gotten used to running hordes of monsters or enemies or whatever and flinging them at my players so taking on a kill team with like my five or ten operatives didn't feel too dissimilar and we're moving in turn-based combat and it's kind of a bit of 
bit of chaos chess, everyone moving left, right, and center and trying to accomplish their own goals. I I really like the battle of wits between the two players as well. Nice. Nice. Uh yeah, I've got to say for myself, that's 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 part of the thing. I mean I I I uh I quite enjoy the lore, this this crazy, ridiculous 40k universe. Um but I think I just didn't really ever have the commitment to do big 40k. That's just I'm just not in love enough with one faction to do a whole you know, multi thousand it's, point army or something. It's um, a hell of a commitment. I mean I I tipping my hat to anybody out there who does it because that's <laughs> that's that's a lot. But I think um I am a bit of a uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not massively loyal to one faction, and I love the fact that, as you've seen, I've got I've got a few already. But you know, the idea of having really different teams to play, and they all have their own flavour and um, style and all that kind of thing, that kind of really, really appeals to me. Um, and, and and not not least the games themselves, uh, you know, are not on the time time scale to play of of like. Um, big 40k so skirmishing small teams which is less to paint god that's that's got to be good and then <laughs> um yeah just get it get, you know we we've done evenings where we've played a couple of games um that's true that's that's got to be a bonus i think and then and then this then this kind of you know the reason we, we want to do this podcast which is the the whole storytelling uh, bit about it. The, it's a I don't huge what, aspect. Yeah, I mean, maybe you can tell me. I don't know if, if old um, Kill Team did this, but that whole it's a whole section of the book, quite a big section of the book about how to make a campaign out of this. And um, I haven't really seen that many people talk about their campaigns, or at least not online. So yeah, I really want to explore that side of this this game. So, so first edition did have this in kind of its own way. It was you could level up your operatives, and they could go up to level four, and that you could you could choose kind of what tree or what specialism they go down, much like the battle honors system of of this edition. Um, and you could really delve deeper, and at each level, you'd have an option between A and B, like. Do you want one extra attack or do you want to be able to make the person attack you one less time? Like if you were especially good in close combat. Um, I think a lot of that variety has been taken out of this edition. But what they've done is really streamlined the whole the whole affair. Either letting you just roll to take a battle honor or you can just choose and completely min-max your team. Um, but it's just you know who, whoever you're playing with, whatever you agree to. Like if you let if you let the uh, the dice decide, or whether everyone's building the best versions of their models, like everyone's having fun either way. Well, I'll, I'm not going to deny it was a pretty big thrill when I, you know, upgraded my sergeant, and he's now invulnerable to armor piercing shots, which. Um, Seems slightly implausible, but it's really lovely to have. <laughs> but in the same, <laughs> but in the same battle, my um, 
my plasma gunner, one of the best players on my team. This is my veteran guard team. Um, he uh, he, has, he has a limp, so he's no he can't dash. So you know, swings and roundabouts. But um, I'm kind of uh, building into this the story of how he's now got a bit of a bionic leg that hasn't quite. It's still a bit rusty. Because <laughs> hopefully I'll lose the, the the battle scar at some point if I roll roll well enough. But um, roll well enough, or, or let him take a breather in between games. I can't can't let your plasma gonna take a breather. He's, he's got to take <laughs> out these big big nasty Deathwatch Marines, isn't he? Fuck um, it, man, and get to the front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a flesh wound. Uh, he doesn't want to let his buddies down. That's the way I'm playing it. He doesn't oh, want to let man. Um. Uh, you're right. I I haven't heard or seen very very many people talking about spec op campaigns or just the narrative side of the game much. Couple of posts on Reddit, and apart from our like very select uh, Discord, really not that many people. No. Well, maybe we can fill a hole there, or at least. Um at least open it up for, for lots of other people. Because one thing I'm really keen at with this is not that we just tell people about our narrative campaigns. We'd really love to hear from from you out there, from you listeners playing your narrative games, thinking of playing your narrative games. Um, you know, we, we, we're going to want sort of your input on this too, I think. Yeah, as just as... As we get past this initial episode and start moving on to onto other episodes where we might want to do a bit more of a deep dive into some factions or talk about specific games we've had and just how they went and the the stories that unfolded, like it's just gonna get better and better. The more the more we get into the swing of things and the more we can get other people involved as well, I reckon. That's right. Cause um yeah, because we're not professional podcasters, no despite, way. despite how it sounds. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think this can be a thing. And I think if this is even remotely interesting to anyone out there, then um, definitely give us the benefit of the doubt. We'll we'll be getting better at this, and we'll be able to take your stories with us. Um, so uh, next time in episode one, uh, in our first proper episode, we're we're going to be taking. Uh, taking you all through how to set up a narrative campaign. Uh, Going to go break down the rules. We'll probably throw in a few of our own opinions on how how to sort of uh, make it even better. Um, but we think it's a good grounding to start with. Even how do you even start with narrative campaign? Don't think it's brilliantly set out in the book. Um, but yeah, I think that would be amazing. Are you are you looking forward to that, Sean? I'm I'm really looking forward to it because as we were doing research. Uh, we we discovered things that you know we've been playing a narrative campaign for nearly five months now, and we discovered discovered things that neither of us have been paying any attention to. I've been adding any RP to <laughs> to, my, to my to my to my total. It's awful. And um... I, I maxed out my RP and then just completely forgot about it because I didn't have any more things to buy with it. <laughs> Ah, oh, and he wept because there were no more things to spend his RP on. I know, technically, <laughs> I think technically I should be on about 25, but I've hit the max. All right, kind of bragger. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Look, you get the one whether you win or lose. Let's let's not assume, make any assumptions there. Okay. Uh, well, exactly. And um, <laughs> so I think that's enough uh, to start off with about us, I think. I think um, so. So we're going to call it a day there. So um, for you, the listener, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. We'll be putting out episodes um, when we make them. So feel grateful. Um, don't forget that whatever your favorite faction is, they will get a buff for every subscription that we get. So look out for more, more of that in the future. I think that's big um, enough that we can get away with it. <laughs> um, thanks everyone. And, uh, happy gaming. <laughs>